Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome back. You know, I'm going to start off by talking about the NBA. They've opened a can of worms and invited themselves into this gun-grabbing disaster in part of the plan to take our guns. After the disaster that happened in Texas, our hearts are breaking for the families of these innocent children who have lost their lives. And of course, we can't forget the innocent victims in Buffalo. But you have Stephen Curry coming out and advocating for taking our guns. That's the answer to solve these shootings. (laughs) Wrong. Then you have one of the team managers, coach, advocating to take our guns without having all the facts. So because of that, I thought I would just dig a little bit into the NBA so they can just shut their trap. The NBA is owned by China. They make billions off of China, communist China, where they have child slavery, communism, human cruelty, animal cruelty. The list goes on and billions of dollars, even Michael Jordan. And I love him as a player. I thought he was a great human, actually. He's the owner of the Charlotte Hornets. He has $85 million invested into China. That's heartbreaking. Enos Cancer Freedom said owners refuse to talk politics outside of the USA. He even talked about LeBron James is bought and paid for by China. Well, he trashes America and Americans. <laughs> really? He says that owners are making profit off the slave labor, which is true. Basically what I just shared. They give us... All this social justice talk to us, but in reality, they're scared. NBA will return to Chinese TV. Did you guys know that? After three years being blocked? And they make billions, billions with a B off of China. I believe today it's up to $10 billion China has invested into NBA. So they're going to come out and advocate against anything that helps Americans. These out-of-touch individuals, probably raised in the city, have no idea about us country folk who love shooting guns. It's actually entertaining. It's a sport. It's fun. If you actually took the time to do it, it's, it could be a very competitive sport. Though I was raised, you know, shooting cans off a <laughs> fence post and raised with guns. So I love using guns. I've saved my animals, my horse, my dogs from wildlife with guns, just scaring off predators. So that being said, the guns are not the problem. It's the person behind the gun. And I'm not sure why logic and liberals can't get that. They always run off of emotions, and that's what us conservatives do as well. But we also have logic. We think with both sides, you know, we're logical individuals. What's going on in Texas right now with those children being killed is a catastrophe. I pray for those families. It is so heartbreaking. What happened in Buffalo last week is heartbreaking. There's a lot of conspiracy going on and speculation. We knew something was going to come up next. You got the open borders. So going soft on crime, that the massive shootings were going to start up again. 
Joe Biden is losing ratings like crazy. He's losing the black vote. He's got, what, 24, 25, 26% of the Hispanic votes. And so what better way to have mass shootings? This is the conspiracy part in a black community in Buffalo last week. I still pray for those families. So beyond heartbreaking. Just going to the grocery store. Horrific. Then you have the Hispanic community with these children. It's just beyond heartbreaking. One of the teachers who lost her life, Irma Garcia, she was with her husband for 24 years married to Joe Garcia. They were together since high school, 30 years. They have four beautiful children. And she was taken down in that horrific shooting in Texas. Joe couldn't stand it, her husband, and he lost his life this morning from a heart attack, leaving those four children without parents. That is a tragedy just in itself. The whole community is just in uproar, hurting, devastated. Life's changed forever. And while we grieve, Barack Hussein Obama, the terrorist himself, I'm sorry, but he is a bad, bad guy. We all have been talking about his tweet. How insensitive, unbelievable. Here's his tweet, and I quote, As we grieve the children of Uvalde today, we should take time to recognize that two years have passed since the murder of George Floyd under the knee of a police officer. His killing stays with us all to this day, especially those who loved him. What? (laughs) How insensitive can you be? His first little sentence was about the children that lost their lives. And the rest of it was about George Floyd. You know, the hero, George Floyd. Let me tell you a little bit about Georgie. In 1998, he spent 10 months in prison for armed robbery. In 2002, he spent eight months in prison for cocaine. In 2004, he spent 10 year, ten months, I'm sorry, 10 months in prison for cocaine. In 2005, he spent 10 months in prison for cocaine. And in 2007, he spent five years in prison for armed robbery of a pregnant woman in her home. Remember that? <laughs> That's our George Floyd the guy that they're trying to martyr and not let us forget over these 19 babies who lost their lives, innocent, wonderful children, and the two amazing teachers who lost their lives saving and protecting their children in their classrooms. And that jerk has the audacity to say that about this other jerk. I'm sorry, I'm refraining myself from how I really feel, actually. Then you have the fake Mexican Bezos O'Rourke, While they're having a press conference yesterday, Governor Abbott, in the auditorium, there were two seats. This whole thing was orchestrated and planned. Two seats that were saved. They got up so Beto can go in and replace their seats. It was all a setup. He interrupts. I'm sure most of you have seen it. (laughs) How out of line, how disgusting and pathetic these liberal politicians are. Beto O'Rourke, or want to be a politician, Beto O'Rourke, He lost Senate, so now he's going to be running for governor. First, he's advocates against, he's going to take everybody's guns. He was going to take all guns. He said it himself. And then I about fell off my chair when he was announced he's running for governor, and he's like for the Second Amendment. 
All of a sudden, he's for your guns. And then he showed his true colors yesterday when he stood up and interfered with the press conference on these children, what happened, yelling like a lunatic. The mayor of that town called him, you know, a few choice words and basically told him how out of line he was. And he was, I just couldn't believe what an idiot. God forgive me, but he's earned that title. Remember, he was in a band, wore a dress, had his hair long in a ponytail, and is just a weird guy. Those are the perfect people that George Soros picks to put in key positions. And this guy goes and interrupts a very sensitive moment. The families yelled at him to get out. Everybody was yelling at him to get out. And what did he do afterward? He goes out with his little liberal CNN, little press, and they're, <laughs> he's sort of saying, blaming Governor Abbott for all of this stuff. It's just unbelievable taking another crisis to their advantage for a political gain. Even Joe Biden, automatically, he said, you know, he first started talking about it when he made his announcement about this, he started off pretty good for about a, mm, 30 seconds, maybe, minute. I don't know if I want to give him that much time. And then he had to go right in about gun laws and it's the gun's fault. <laughs> Wait, what? Come on, you guys. It's just so unbelievable. What an insensitive jerk. And then CNN goes on and glorifies Beto O'Rourke. What a hero he was for standing up to defend gun rights. These people have no idea what they're talking about. More brainwashing and manipulation, in my opinion. So let's get back to the conspiracy theory. Now you guys can take this any way you like. I'm just going to share with you what was provided to me today. It comes from the 1991 book, Behold the Pale Horse. In chapter 12, The Secret Government, on page 225, there's a paragraph, and I quote, The government encouraged the manufacture and importation of military firearms for the criminals to use. This is intended to foster a feeling of insecurity, which would lead the American people to voluntarily disarm themselves by passing laws against firearms. Using drugs and hypnosis on mental patients in a process called Orion, the CIA incalculated the desire in these people to open fire on schoolyards and thus inflame the anti-gun lobby. This plan is well underway and so far is working perfectly. The middle class is begging the government to do away with the Second Amendment. Isn't that something? I was provided that today. Not saying that that's a fact or it could be fiction, but it sure is interesting. And it came right from that book from 1991, Behold the Pale Horse. So I don't know, guys. It sure does seem like it's parallel with what's going on today. These kids are all being bombarded with all these different types of psychotic medications and just all this mental health. So <laughs> nothing these people do surprises me. It would explain a lot of the CRT, the heavily medicated children, 
and the shootings that are going on. I mean, think about it. How can somebody go and take a gun and shoot another person? That's just not right in the head right there. That's a person who needs help. A criminal needs to be put in jail. That's why they used to have mental institutions, part of criminal mental institutions. They'd be in jail there because they are just not right. You know, we just sent over $50 billion to Ukraine, $40 billion last week. And right now we just sent $2 billion to our borders. Do you guys know that? To process illegals into our country, non-Americans, anti-American, hate our way of life, coming here for free stuff. $2 billion at our border, taking away the doctors from the VA hospitals for our veterans to help illegals and process them fast into our country. They are creating the chaos, these liberals. They're destroying our country from within. Why not take that money and take the veterans off the streets and pay them to work at these schools? Who better to take care of our children, our babies, than veterans, Americans who love this country and would do it and are trained with firearms? Our government is corrupt. They're communist, owned by China. They're anti-American, and they hate us, you and me. It's clear. All they care about is themselves. They don't care about the shortage of the baby food. The 63 million babies that have been aborted since 1973. Build Back Better is for illegals. That is clear. They're destroying our children, destroying our youth, destroying our way of life, taking God out of schools. We need God back in our schools. Obama took God out, took God out of the White House and put in a prayer room for Muslims, teaching the Quran in our schools. You know what I say? Correct me if I'm wrong. It's just what it seems like when you watch and follow the pattern. Teaching our children kindergarten through third grade, about sex, instead of their letters, their colors, their numbers, how to read and how to write, how to socialize. They're teaching them about sex. While we know the Muslims, the old perverts go and marry seven-year-old, eight-year-old, nine-year-old little girls. It's almost like that's what they're conditioning our kids, our babies to become. I'm sorry, guys, but that's just what it sure seems like to me, especially when you have Obama who came out and said, if we have a war with the Middle East, I will stand with the Muslims. Those are his words. And then you have China, like we've talked about before. They're over there teaching their kindergarten through third grade, geometry, biology, chemistry, statistics. And ours are learning about sex and transgender and all kinds of goofy stuff that is so beyond inappropriate. We are a Christian nation And we are sitting back, allowing them to take God out of our schools, our military, our corporations, just out of our everyday lives. And with that, guys, I want to take a break. You're listening to Talk on the Street with Laura Marie. Welcome back, fellow patriots and fed up Americans. You know, Joe Biden yesterday, or should I say Barack Obama, being he's the master behind Joe Biden. Nonetheless, Joe Biden yesterday signs an executive order hog-tying the police a little bit more. And for a photo op, he had a black little girl sitting in his chair, either before 
or after the signing for this photo op on the George Floyd Justice in Policing Act. (laughs) I already went over what a criminal George Floyd is, why these people are glorifying criminals, going soft on crime, wanting to take law-abiding citizens' guns. Many of us know why. So let me share with you what this George Floyd Justice in Policing Act is. Overhaul use of force guidelines. They want to ban chokeholds, no-knock warrants, mandate body cams, start database of police misconduct. And the bad, real bad one, the last one, is limit transfer of military equipment to local departments. You know, Obama had all kinds of military equipment in hidden locations. And in my opinion, there was hidden and set up for the UN police that he put in 2015 in large cities, the big ones that are defunding the police. And because of President Trump going and giving the local police all of the military equipment that Obama had stashed unavailable to the police departments, the police were (laughs) doing great things. ICE was able to remove MS-13 and all kinds of illegals that were really bad criminals, killing innocent Americans, the corruption. And it gave the police something to fight with. So now Joe Biden backslash Barack Obama is taking that away from the police department again. These people are evil. They are creating the chaos. They are setting us up to be sitting ducks, all for this one world order. You know, I was shocked that the New York Times, liberal New York Times, had an opinion piece on how to reduce shootings. And I'll read it to you. And I quote, The left sometimes focuses on gun control, which scares off gun owners and leads to more gun sales. A better framing is gun safety or reducing gun violence and using auto safety as a model. Constant efforts to make the product safer and to limit access by people who are most likely to misuse them. You know, what's kind of interesting is these mass shooters, 99.9% of the times they're liberals, just thought I'd put that out there. And 99% of the time, the FBI already knows about them. You know, no one talks about the strictest gun laws in the cities that have the most crime, and they want to take our guns. Chicago, over 30 people were shot last weekend. Five people died. And they have the strictest gun laws in the country. And now New York, Los Angeles are following suit. Strict gun laws. Soft on crime. And they are creating the chaos and they're out of control. The crime is running rapid and it's frightening. We're not used to this. And the ABC News said about 11% of the violent crimes in the city of LA involved a homeless person in 2018, 13% in 2019, and 15% in 2020. The violence is increasing in schools, seeing more aggression in terms of fights. Sometimes they're showing matches and sometimes they're flat out assaults. It's more misbehavior, thefts of those kind of things. No one's talking about 
the percentage of the blacks on blacks or the police, how many are actually shooting. Black people, I believe it's down to less than 5%. And the blacks that are killing blacks is off the charts. Human and child trafficking across our southern border is at record high. The cartel is running the show down there. And over in DeVos, you've got the globalists like Schwab. That guy is a strange dude. They're over there excited because they see their agenda unfolding. Christine Lagarde, she's in the International Monetary Fund. A couple days ago at the World Economic Forum, she's a member, she said about old people, and I quote, they live too long and governments should help them kill themselves to help the economy. Old people live too long and this is a risk for the global economy. I say her first. She is a wacky power-hungry, evil person who doesn't care about us. She doesn't care about fellow humans. Who says stuff like that? I've heard that before by other liberal politicians. Blew me away. Thought just how bizarre and out of touch that is. However, what's going on today? Nothing, nothing surprises me. So they have implemented, and it's in their books, according to them, and I'm talking about the globalists, Schwab, Gates, and this Christine Lagarde. Another virus is going to be coming out very soon. I hate to say, but we know it. And it'll be before the election. That's why Nancy Pelosi is not worried about losing the House. They've got something up their sleeve. I mean, something's going to be pretty catastrophic. And we know it. It's coming. You know, these are the same people who don't want armed police guarding our public schools to protect our children, are literally advocating to have armed military at school board meetings and calling good parents who care about their children, advocating for them at school board meetings, domestic terrorists. It's just so horrific. If you think Democrats don't have some kind of catastrophic event planned before the midterms, you have not been paying attention I've been saying it's either going to be a terror attack, another virus, or a war of some sort, where they're going to have to force mail-in ballots or delay the election. But I pray that I'm wrong. You know, you have a lot of patriots in this country fighting legally this globalist stuff, like Dinesh D'Souza, when he came out with 2,000 mules. He put out a tweet, and I quote, True the vote has the cell phone IDs of all the mules. Law enforcement can easily identify them, arrest them, and find out exactly who paid them and who on the Democratic left organized this criminal election fraud cartel. So we have the elections to deal with coming up pretty soon. And they're trying to stop all of this corrupt election fraud. And in Georgia... 1,193,361 Republicans voted and 713,499 Democrats voted. 93% of Republican votes are up. 29% of the Democrat votes are up. Most 
ever recorded, though they keep saying, Democrats, that we are suppressing the votes when there's all these new election rules in place to prevent fraud. I say, now the Democrats know, this is not the first time I've noticed this, that the Democrats come out in huge numbers and the Republicans come out in larger numbers. And you're like, oh gosh, Georgia's gonna go to Republicans, obviously, right? You know what I say? (laughs) The Democrats know how many votes they need to stuff the ballot boxes now to win and steal the election. Just my opinion. But it's hard to watch when you have all of this voter fraud proof that they stole this election from Donald Trump in 2020. And they're still just not following the rule. In Michigan, they have 100 ballot boxes, drop-off boxes that will have no cameras. The government there will refuse any police patrolling. (laughs) No cameras allowed. I mean, come on, why don't they just come out and say, we're going to cheat. We're just going to set the ballot with this many fake ballots. Just come out and say it. They're getting away with it anyway. But it's hard to watch all of this proof that's been out there and they're ignoring it. And then you got the Durham case and he's got more proof against Sussman, Clinton's attorney, right? And the judge daughter associates with Sussman's daughter. They do something in school together, play some sport together. They're friends. (laughs) Conflict of interest, anybody? People are like, how did the juror get so many liberals on there? Because the judge is compromised. He's bought and paid for. It's a setup. It's a rigged trial with Hillary Clinton voters as jurors, more than half of them. So Sussman is walking around with a big smile on his face. There's irrefutable proof Durham has on Hillary Clinton. And many are saying that she's the head of the snake that Trump always talks about. But is anyone going to go down for it? I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, I keep my fingers crossed. I still don't have a good feeling about it only because of the pattern of what's been going on. All of the people are getting away with so much and there's no justice and it's hard to watch. Well, I hope you guys are having a good evening. Thanks for listening. You're listening to Talk on the Street with Laura Marie.